Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the Diz Unlimited podcast. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be leading this roundtable discussion today with our great group of panelists, including the one and only Rhino. Hello. Erica Resnick. Hi, friends. And Teresa Eccles. Happy holidays. Oh, yes. And a happy holidays to you as well, Teresa. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Rhino, you're <laughs> muted. So <laughs> that's fine. Okay. We're off to a weird start today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what post production's for. Uh, unfortunately, this is live. So uh, that will make this a lot more difficult. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great start to your week. Uh, and if you went to Disney Jollywood Nights over the weekend, I'm going to say, well, you didn't have a great weekend, but maybe it did. And we'll talk all about that because on today's show, we're talking about Disney Jollywood Nights. Uh, we're talking about what went wrong with it because I think uh, the people who are out there saying that this new hard ticket event party at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you know, it's very few and far between that people are saying it was a great event and fantastic. There are some people out there. But that doesn't seem to be the narrative for the most part. Uh, so we're going to talk about what went wrong with it. Uh, on top of that, too, I also want to talk about what Disney could do to fix it. Because uh, there was a nice little gap in between the first party and the second party. So they definitely have time to look at things, try to improve it. Uh, ten event nights overall. So they have a lot of time to really make adjustments if they want this to become a yearly tradition and not just a one-off party. And then, of course, I feel like we have to compare it to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which has been running successfully for years and years over at Magic Kingdom. So we're going to talk all about that today. We're probably going to talk a little bit more about the overall Christmas vibe at Walt Disney World because Teresa was just there for the past couple days, and I know she's anxious to talk about that. So we have a lot to go over. Let's not waste any more time but before we get to it all i want to remind you this is brought to you by dreams unlimited travel if you like our content you want to support us book a vacation through dreams unlimited travel it costs you no extra money and you get the support of one of the incredible dreams unlimited travel agents so head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no obligation quote now, uh, let's uh, get this started right away here. Uh, Teresa, of course, was not with us for Disney Jollywood Nights. She is attending later this month, and she will get to experience it herself. Uh, just as a reminder, Rhino and Erica were there. I was there, and... I was there technically as part of the media event. Uh, I was very stringent about what I would say during our first review. If you haven't seen our In the Moment review, uh, definitely check that out at some point on this channel. Uh, but I'm going to be a little bit looser today because I've had a lot of time to think about this party over the past couple of days <laughs> and really look at the original things Disney was saying about it as well as, you know, just like talking with friends who were also there and finding like what their opinions were. And it, it's all stirring around. I don't think I'll be able to keep my mouth shut for too much of it. And just to point out, I'm going on November 20th as a paid guest. I'm going on December 20th as a paid guest. So I definitely put, uh, I put some money towards this and not just all the company's money, some of my personal money too. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm invested in this. I want it to be good. 
And uh, yeah, so is thanks Disney for hosting me, but I'm going to probably be a little bit mean here and there. So uh, how's for Rhino and Erica? I'll start with Rhino. How are you feeling? Because I feel like you were you had a lot of thoughts and feelings towards the end of the night there. You like rambled for nine minutes of pure glory <laughs> before you walked uh, away into the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I haven't checked to see if my shoes would charge still or not. Now I have a cold because of it. So um <clears throat> No, I've, I've definitely tried to, um, watch like other people's like reels and videos they've done and, and kind of look back and see like what, what were their positives and negatives? And, you know, was it, was it all just me? You know, did, was it, was it us that had made like really bad decisions? And I, I don't think that's the case. I think maybe we did, um, have a little bit of a rough start. Like, you know, it wasn't a good idea, but the more I've, I don't know how you, how do you want me to, can I just start talking about it? Yeah, we we can bounce around with any of it, but I want to first get this off the uh, the plate here. I don't. It was the first night of a brand new party. I don't think we made any mistakes in terms of it. We were experiencing the party how we thought was going to be best, and also trying to prepare for what other people were doing. So, like, well, we started off with Hollywood Brown Derby uh, because that sounded like one of the cooler experiences, and it ended up being a complete disaster because of an IT issue, which we should have all expected because it is Disney. But then to take it one step further than that, like, there were people that I saw that were quoted like the the t- same 10 minute wait that everyone else was that it got into like the second or third hour of the party. They still hadn't gotten called and the Brown Derby was empty and they still <laughs> didn't get a notification for it. So there was a lot um, more going on where we technically were lucky that we got called. Well, and and I feel like I want to emphasize, too, again, is that. There's a couple elements involved in the Brown Derby. So people were like, yeah, well, if you chose to go and sit down at this dining experience. However, you know, you had been to a media event and I had heard it, you know, seen it online is that you they said that you would have more than enough time to experience both the Brown Derby and the Tip Top Club. Right. They they Mm -hmm. emphasized that they were like, don't worry, you'll have enough time. And, you know, yeah, we were. there's that element one and element number two is that I feel like there was a lot of false advertising involved with what the Brown Derby experience was going to be. And um, like, you know, I'm happy that we went there a couple days before to review it, but like the experience then versus the experience now, I was like, this is the same exact thing. Why would I waste time being in here except for this one guy on the piano? And somebody online was like, you said he wasn't playing any Christmas carols. I thought he was playing a Christmas song when I walked in, but I, I could have been mistaken. Okay. Cause he was, people he were was like, playing... you just said he wasn't. You said he was. He played one. So I yeah. heard one. He was playing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas when we walked in. And I was like, perfect. My favorite Christmas song as we yes. walk in. And then he jumped into Jungle Book, Toy Story, um, mm-hmm. Moana. You know, there's nothing nothing says Christmas more than uh, a rendition on piano of You're Welcome. And this – so – uh, Brooke and I were doing a lot of the back and forth on this with the Brown Derby experience. They did say it would be virtual wait. So that was promised as it was. However, in the first press release in that first media event we went to, they said that it would be completely changed on the inside with mm-hmm. extra bars set up and you know, tons of Christmas decorations and it would just feel like a complete different experience from eating in there on a normal day. And they did nothing. And then uh, I thought another- it was going to be uh, the the impression that I got. And I guess like shame on me for not reading better was that 
it was going to be like sort of a tables cleared, like you said, a, a bar maybe on either end or whatever, or we'd go up to the regular bar that is in there. And then, um, you know, it'd be like pass around hors d'oeuvres sort of a situation where you order them and they come over and you have a little plate or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I thought it was going to be like a cocktail party. Yeah. And I understand that. Again, do not apologize for not reading correctly because this stuff was spelled out. Um, okay. It, it, it was it was said that way. I, I know you know what the expectations were going in because you did read it. It wasn't for a lack of reading well. It's, a, it's that Disney didn't deliver what originally was stated because they also said – and we won't really talk about it because we didn't see them as much. But they said that the Echo Lake characters, not only would they have, you know, their little tree set up that they would decorate, but that they'd also have, you know, Christmas attire on. But only Phineas and Ferb did. The Rescue Rangers mm-hmm. were normal and uh, Powerline Max was, normal. Max was yeah. normal. So, like, that was also another thing where they said one thing and they delivered another. And Brown Derby was just the epitome oh. of that. It was it was just extra lights added on and one piano player. And we have a, a person who's been following us for years that said that originally that they uh, were supposed to have a full band in there. And then they ch- clearly <clears throat> changed the concept, went with the single piano player and they couldn't even wow. hire two piano players. So they wouldn't have a moment in there without well, music. It's a freaking piano bar. Yeah. A four hour experience. You can't tell me that there's not one more person out there who can play piano. There's only one and, piano player in Orlando. Well, and, and on top of that, the, to talk about the cocktails here for a second, I know I said during the video, I was like, none of these are exclusive to the party. And the server said they were. And I've since learned that I guess the bees knees and French 75 were exclusive, but those are classic cocktails. That's like a regular cocktail that you could order at any bar you go to both of those. Like it's nothing special. French 75 is just gin and lemon juice with Prosecco and bees knees is literally gin and honey and lemon. So like, those should already be regular drinks on the menu. There was literally no Christmas drinks. I thought we were walking in here where we were going to have like an awesome classic Christmas cocktail. And then it, it just like it wasn't that it, it was. And we tried to abort as quickly as we sat down, but we had placed an order <laughs> and we didn't want to do like the ding dong ditch thing. And so that became a whole back and forth. And I I was timing it everything we everywhere we went. And so like this entire process of us literally sitting down and asking for the check immediately, like from the like in the once we got called for our table, we waited like 20 minutes at least for the table. I think it was something over 20 minutes. Then when we got to the table, we were at that table for at least like 25 minutes, I want to say. So this whole process sucked an hour out of the night, basically. Um, And it was a question. Yeah. Can I ask a question? So you would when you got to the party. You went here immediately or you got in a virtual queue? Well, I was did, literally, I, I walked up to the restaurant um, and it was like 745 because I was like, I just want to check, check and make sure, you know, whatever. And, and I was out there and there was, you know, probably another hundred people that were out there. And basically you could join the queue. If you went to the restaurant, it already showed where it was, um, where there would be a virtual walk up like button, like they have it like Oga's or, um, or the Brown Derby lounge normally. Okay. And uh, if you clicked it, an information thing came up and said, you'd be able to join starting at eight fifteen. So, um, we just, I waited just in case it was eight and not eight fifteen, And then we got it at eight fifteen, and it said the 10 minutes. And so even with that, like whatever the quoted wait time is fine. I, you know, when that, 
cha- ebbs and flows, that's okay. But we went and met Goofy right there, and we got our text while we were in line for Goofy. So we weren't even we weren't able to be even go like that far away or anything. And we were already called back because there also were no directions in the text that said you only have ten minutes, you only have however much time, right? So I don't know if they were calling too many people back too. Yeah. And then you got inside, and there was the you just showed a picture. Is that the extent of the decorations? Yep. Yes. There was no tree, no reeds. No. No, literally, if you no had turned around, boxes or bags. Over there in the, corner? <laughs> <laughs> the Grinch came through and stole everything, Teresa. But seriously, if you right were now, turned that's, around, that's, that's it. Yeah, it, it's literally that one. Yeah, no, just the garland, a little bit of lights in the piano. Well, that sucks i mean you know what's no. crazy about this photo is it actually looks more festive than it is because craig has those two people dressed up like gingerbread people or whatever right in the okay photo. i thought so that was that's not part of it that's welcome. not even it's part a classic of it. crop just a guess <laughs> oh wow uh, yeah so the one thing i also want to say with this too just because i saw it brought up here in the live chat that's going uh mario suggested for the party for us so that it would have been better if we split up the experience stuff and only uh, one person would have stayed but the entire why? thing that disney led us into believing going in was there will be time to do everything so number one the idea of splitting up would have never well, crossed my mind because i was told we'd be able to do everything and number two for why our would you split your group up we we did and well we we inevitably did have to split up at the end of the night because there wouldn't have been time to get you know rhino and erica over to the abc commissary area for the latin festival uh and i wanted to see what's this for video content purposes so we did have to split up a little bit but you know that's also the crap part of it with this party like oh so in order since you can't do everything now your family or friends have to split up so everyone can accomplish what they want that's whoa that's not festive so i've got to send Stella to the bar alone while i go off and do something else get mommy two drinks (laughs) (laughs) right that's just yeah that's the part where i'm like i you know maybe we should have just done the brown derby lounge because i think outside they said it was going to be more like a dj and stuff like that and but i i just it it was one of those where i was like okay and then it put us off where we were literally we were in the line i mean we uh, erica and i were in the line for the holiday show and as we were walking up this line is doing that back and forth like all the way up to Mm -hmm. fantastic and back and like i can hear it starting as we get in there and so I thought, oh, well, that's, you know, we, we were held up and that, you know, that held up. You know what I mean? Um, and um, so I I was like, OK, well, the next show will be easier. And we got in line, I think, with more than enough time. But the show still mm-hmm. started before I sat down again. And I was like, I don't understand. This theater's not even completely full yet. And what are you doing? They were still seating people like 10 minutes into the show. Like, that's how much seating was still available as the show was starting. Um and I just like I thought it was weird. There were a lot of people that missed out on like the first ten minutes of the show because they were just waiting to get like pulled into the stadium because yeah. literally it went all the way to Fantasmic and all the way back and then wrap around and then go inside the theater. And I think that was just like a lot. But the show is I, worth it. The yes, that was the highlight of the night. It, it absolutely was, and I know, I know both Erica and Rhino had a little criticism on the length of the show. I didn't necessarily have that same feeling of it. I did notice as I was watching back and editing, I was like, 
huh like tiana gets two songs whereas like mickey mm. only got one song mickey and minnie got one song uh kermit and miss piggy since they were kind of the host you know they went in and out Belle only got her one song so it was like for me i'm like well they could have cut one more tiana song right there you would have lost three four minutes from the show and it would have been closer to the 25 minute mark but i i felt like the show was a good length i i'm not including for people watching this currently i'm not including videos of it because i do know there's a lot of people out there who do want to go and see it maybe they didn't watch the review <coughs> maybe they want to go in fresh um i i really don't want to ruin it for you so mm-hmm. wait we'll kind of avoid spoilers in the yeah the greater sense here but i still thought that for a show sh- a show-stopping Hollywood. This is supposed to be a big TV special style production. I feel like it did hit the mark on it. It was a spectacle, and I think it was the best use of that theater in years. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably yeah. since they had the Pixar Orchestra there, because uh, Beauty and the Beast live on stage is not the best use for that place. <laughs> well, we don't have to go um, that far, but we will. The, choreo- we the choreography was phenomenal. And I said that like just within the first number number, I remember being like, this choreography is really good. So when the choreography is already good, just from like the first opening number, it kind of sets the show up in a really good way. And that choreography really pulled through the rest of the way, which is why I wish that there was some choreography that happened during Belle's moment. But that really set the show like in a positive way. Um, at least for me, when it first started, I was like, you know what? I'm liking this choreography. I think this is going to be good. And that's why it was one of my highlights of the night. I think it was the only um, highlight for me. The rain ruined my other one that I wanted to be my highlight, but we can't control the rain. But that show, if you want to see a show, do that. It's good. I liked it a lot. Um, I my My thing about the show was just like, I... I I thought it was good, and I completely agree with you, Craig. It's definitely a perfect use of the space in there. Um, it just was one of those where it, it was a little, like, I don't know. There was just something a little off with the flow. But, again, I, this is probably the first, you know, that's the first night they're doing it for guests and all that stuff. And I said, I don't know if, for me, right away, it was an instant classic. But if I were to go back to this event, it was something I would definitely go in there to, to watch again, I think. Um, I just, I... It was weird. I was telling you what what was weird is at the end, and I'm not one of those people that ever has a problem with this, so I'm I don't mean to be saying that. I was like, that's weird. They never said Christmas in the show. <laughs> like I was like, they because they said we wish you a happy holiday. They were singing we wish you a merry Christmas, but they changed the words to we wish you a happy holiday and a swinging new year and stuff. And I was like, that that part, some of that was a little weird. Where I was like, just sing me a different song. I don't care. Um, but it was really <laughs> cool to see Mickey and Minnie. Um, Mickey and Minnie like sing and dance because I was thinking like, when else do we really get that? I mean, they're a part of like some shows sometimes, but I don't feel like we really get to see them as characters sing and dance. And that's almost why I I wish they would have used the articulated heads for this Mm -hmm. because I think it would have really just kind of bumped it just a little bit further, you know, but I don't know how that works. I'm not, I remember looking at you Rhino and I was like, are you noticing that they're not using like, the articulated costume because it like came off weird. Cause every time that you see them singing or dancing, like in a stage show or whatever, um, you know, their mouths are moving and they're expressing their eyes. Um, but I have to say the choreography that they gave Mickey and Minnie was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, it, absolutely was you know it's to me it's i I don't know if i'll ever get to see the drumming mickey 
in person because that's like that's something I want to see. The but drumming, okay. yeah. There's a, I believe it's in Tokyo. There's a Mickey Mouse that like full fully blown like he he drums like really really gets into it. He posts. So I they <laughs> also I want to say they showed it maybe on like the the Mickey's birthday special that they did a couple of years back on TV. But that's my brain just playing tricks on did, me. Wasn't are you um, talking like? Wasn't there a Mickey drummer in the parade that was at Disneyland I'm, before the magic happened? Yeah, I'm talking. He sits behind a drum kit and plays oh, a full oh, like a drum set. kit. Not, okay, okay. Not the little drummer Mickey. <laughs> That's no any any <laughs> character could uh, do that. Bum, bum. Uh, but to to get a to get Mickey to actually play a full drum set, that's completely different. Uh, I'm not going to comment on Kermit's voice with this because I think it's still people just catching up on the fact that even if this wasn't uh, Matt, what's his name? It's someone who Fogler? sounded very close to him. Yeah, it's I, I I know that so many people recognize Steve Whitmire's and uh, and Jim Henson's voices as Kermit over the years. It's not going back to either of them. They're they're really doubling down on Matt Vogel keeping his voice as part of it. So I feel like it's gonna Kermit's gonna get constantly called out for years and years and years for having that just slight difference to his voice. So but it, it doesn't you, bother me anymore. But you said though me. that that it wasn't that it was pre recorded. You think right? Yeah. It wasn't like somebody actually doing it there, right? Yeah, it it had to be pre recorded. From the way I was listening to it through my headphones, I couldn't, I can't imagine that it would, that it was uh, live being done in the moment. But uh, just because there was some sync issues, with, but I mm-hmm. mean that could come down to bad puppetry. I'm not going to start mocking them. Puppetry's hard, so they. Yeah. I felt like they were doing a great job as it was. But uh, that's where I want to get to my first fix in all of this because I feel like we need to inject a little positivity into it, uh, even if we're not required to. But the first fix, this goes for everything that happened at Jollywood Nights. This just should be part of the regular day at mm-hmm. Disney's yeah. Hollywood Studios, completely included in the price of your admission. Uh, Universal down the road is including a parade Grinchmas, everything that they do thrown in except for the Grinch and friends breakfast. Everything is included with your park admission when you go there and Disney. Yeah, we have Epcot festival, of the holidays, Merry menagerie, uh, but you have Mickey's very Merry Christmas party as a hard ticket party. This could have easily been a way to get people to go to Hollywood studios for the entire holiday season. Just piling in to see all this stuff there's no reason why this show couldn't have taken over bell for a month and a half there's no reason why what's this the nightmare before christmas show couldn't take over frozen which granted that does a holiday version so you know that's special in its own right but it could have easily taken over for a month and a half adding more character meet and greets doesn't really require much. Mm -hmm. If Max is meeting people as power line, Max during the day, throw a freaking tree beside him. This isn't that hard. Jingle bell, jingle bell, uh, jingle bell, jingle bam. Show it every night. You don't need to do pyro every night with it. Just show the show as it is. Do the pyro on weekends. Be like Disneyland. There was a way to put all of this stuff in there and have specialty food and just add it into the price. So that's one of the things that I said right away. Whether it's next year or if Disney was bold enough to cancel the rest of the events and say, you know what? We messed up on this one. We're going to refund everyone and just make this all part of normal daytime activities. That would be one way to fix this because everything that was included should be included in a normal day during the holiday season. I think I it is kind of agree with that. I think 100% it's kind of agree. 
I think it's kind of crazy (laughs) that um, that that they're the you know, one of the big selling events of this is the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam fireworks, which weren't like only available to us for one year. They were around for a hot, you know, for a hot second before they got taken away. So you're like, okay, now you're making people pay for that holiday thing that used to be free. And that's kind of that like weird slippery slope, you know, and um, it's, you know, I think one of the other things that could really help too, is I, I know that, a lot of people have said, um, you know, compared to like an after hours party, you know, and being like, well, I'm not really there for this. I'm there for the rides and things like that. And I'm like, okay, well, you don't have to shame me for being there for the holiday stuff because mm-hmm. it is sold as a holiday party. So I expect it to, I want to be there for the holiday happenings. And I felt like a, a lot of the front part of the park, it was front loaded, right? Like there wasn't really anything to pull you into Toy Story Land or, or Galaxy's Edge, you know, um, you know, I feel like the farthest you get back is Baseline Tap House. And that's, that's a well, giant, I mean, our, our friend book, book, our friend book, she goes to a library. Book. Our friend book. <laughs> oh my God. I can't say her name. Our friend Brooke went to Galaxy's Edge to get her blue wine. Cause she was obsessed. And she was like, look at this photo. And it was literally, she was the only one there. It's <laughs> yeah. like, of course you were, <laughs> like, but I was like, well, that's cool. You know, that was a cool experience. And uh, there is stuff to draw you back into Toy Story Land. It's the attractions and the characters. Same thing with, you know, going to Galaxy's Edge. You can walk into Oga's completely empty. You have the attractions back there. But that's another way they could have easily With some holiday this. food back it there would have been well, nice. And yeah. that's it. That Just yesterday, as of the time of recording this, Disneyland posts all these life day foods that they're adding there and brooke and i asked during that first press event we said like why not include life day in this and it's we're not including that we're not including galaxy's edge we're offering so much else in there we don't need to put in holiday (laughs) stuff in galaxy's edge it's like it's a missed opportunity to draw people away and yes this is comparable to an after hours party. All the major attractions are there. Uh, you absolutely could make a killing just going around riding stuff. And I think a lot of people will invest in this party solely for that. Now that they know that is a way to get around here, skip all the holiday stuff, just do the rides. But that's right. not the point of the holiday party. The holiday yeah. party is for the holidays. And then also, like, I'm sitting here wanting to kick myself a highlight over at over at Very Merry Christmas Party, of course, is the incredible attraction overlay that you have for Space Mountain, where it's Christmassy inside with red and green and bright Ooh. lights, and yeah. it looks Terrifying. incredible. <laughs> uh, you have Rock and Roller Coaster that was sitting right there that would do overlays for oh Star Wars. Oh my god, and yeah, what the heck? Like, it's completely possible. Why didn't they throw in special lighting in there and a holiday soundtrack? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now you have another ride overlay that pulls people away from everything else and really Aerosmith has a Christmas song. Uh, we don't need to just invest in Aerosmith and Christmas music, <laughs> nor nor the Beatles, uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon. I don't need to hear their Christmas music. We, we don't. We don't need any of that. Just choose anything else. Get put in nothing for Christmas, and we'll listen to that for the nine hundredth time. Excuse anything me, could have worked. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Mommy and Daddy. Who sings that? Ryan. It was. It was part of Phineas and Ferb. It was part of the loop for. Oh, I don't know. I'm disappointed in you. Just know that. I I never seen the Finnison for Christmas stuff. You know what? You did make mistakes. I just took it back. (laughs) You made mistakes. (laughs) Um, Well, I feel like um, one of the things I'm sad I missed out on now because I wanted to go to make sure that like 
we did have to split up and I thought the sing along was going to be just like the movie. And I saw your video of it and I was like, Oh, that looked cool. It was very cool. And this again was another highlight. I think both of the shows were highlights. This one ran right around the 22 minute mark. Uh, I apologize for the video that we have on the Diz. I don't know if it was because of my camera, the way I had the shot set up, but literally it, Every time I uploaded anything, they just thought I was uploading clips of the movie. So I had to essentially <laughs> upload it four different times where I blurred out the entire screen, but then cut off the head of the performers. So it made it very difficult. I'm really upset about it. I'm trying to get over it. But it was truly an awesome show. Like one of the things that they used with it, pretty sure it's the exact same ones as the Halloween fireworks, but they utilized a jack puppet in the beginning and end so that way he could come out on That's stage cool. larger than life so incredibly cool it was a sing-along and the story was told uh you know up on the screen showing clips of the movie but there was also these like mimes that they had they didn't talk the entire time but you went through the story of how they're watching the movie in their basement and it kind of comes to life in a bigger way uh oogie boogie was the other character that popped up oh that's cool had a really cool dance moment Uh, this show to me is not to be missed the only thing i would say that they could do to make this show better is the sing-along aspect of it like the one thing we got, we kind of saw in comments and got told as of that night is like, well, this seemed like a party that was aimed towards adults. So a sing along seems weird, but um, I don't maybe tweak that because you have adults not wanting to go thinking it's a sing along, but it, it still was an incredible show to watch. But I also want to say too, I don't think this event should have been like looked at as only for adults. Yes. Kylie and I brought our son there who is, one today. How dare so you happy, take him out after happy 8.30. Happy birthday, Rory. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you're in daycare right now, but maybe one day you'll watch this back or listen to it and and hear and know this. But uh, it's like we didn't even hesitate on it because we took him to the Halloween party. You know, we had him in Disneyland and those hours are kind of crazy out there. It's we work to get him on a schedule that he can, he can adapt uh, without any issues. And he loved the Halloween party and I know he's going to love the Christmas party. So I didn't even hesitate to bring him to this one too. But I will say while there was definitely opportunities for him to enjoy it more, like he loved seeing the stage show, the holidays in Hollywood, and he probably would have loved meeting more of the characters. Uh, it just, I feel like when Kylie and I go back to be able to get the most bang for our buck, we have to go without him so we can kind of like hustle and not worry about stroller parking and issues like that. Like he's going to get bored if we're waiting in a 30 minute line to get a sparkly drink at the tip top club. So it's I will say it's not while it could be kid friendly, if you want to go in having an adult's night, it's not going to be kid friendly in that way. But, um, you know, again, that's it's all about what you prioritize. If all you want to do is meet characters, see the shows very kid friendly in that way. But uh, any other highlights in here? I I feel like there's has to be something. I mean, I. When we got to the Latin section, um, unfortunately, it started raining like three minutes into being into that area. Um, but when I got there, they had a guy out there who's very talented playing the guitar. Um, and he was playing like, at least in my household, we didn't listen to a lot of like 
Spanish Christmas songs other than Feliz Navidad and the Mi Burrito Sabanero song. Um, but they were playing all the songs that my family would play through the speakers in the house when we were there for Nochebuena. So like a lot of like dancing music that would get us all, you know, on our feet and just happy. Um, so I stood out there dancing and the cast members at ABC commissary were out there doing a conga line. It was so cute. Um, it was, it was a really fun time, um, until it started raining, but, uh, because I was so excited, I still was dancing in the rain. And so were a lot of the cast members. Um, so that part was fun. I'm just sad that I couldn't experience, um, this band. There was a larger band closer towards baseline and everyone kept telling me that like they were amazing and that the lead singer was like perfect and all this stuff. I'm just really sad we couldn't get to see that. And that's mainly because of the rain. They weren't going to come out again. They had, you could see all their stuff covered um, so they wouldn't get damaged by the rain. So that part was sad, but being able to like dance in the street with the cast members, like that was fun. And the food that we got there was actually pretty decent. Um, and so that for me was one of my highlights other than um, the show. Yeah. And I think that the Latin area actually did it the right way in terms of the music, because having the multiple performers, you know, it wasn't like you're going to get as much of a break. It might not be who you want to see performing, but at least it was kind of constantly ongoing from from what I've heard with it. Again, I didn't really get back there to see it except for the last 15 minutes and it was pouring down rain. But that's mm-hmm. like another thing that drove me nuts that a lot of people are saying one of the highlights was the Twilight Soiree at the Tip Top Club. The uh, performers that were outside of the Tower of Terror and we got to see an excellent show from them. Uh, their empty equipment <laughs> just sitting on stage because again... <laughs> I thought it was in theme. They were, they were gone. Take, like, and I'm not <laughs> complaining about them taking breaks. They clearly only hired one group. And so when they're out there, they're out there. And when they're not out there, they're not out there. Uh, maybe if you're waiting in line for a drink, you'll get to see the whole set. But the problem with this party is when it's only four hours, there's only so much time you can stand around and keep circling back to a thing to try to hit it and get your timing right we didn't have time again to go back to the tip top club to see them the entire night and so that's another fix you could easily do extend the party make it another Mm -hmm. hour go later into the night i think you personally need more and that's why i just say add it to the daytime hours um but yeah it was like Everyone raved about this band and it feels like, okay, well, you probably out of a four hour long party, maybe you have 90 minutes. You'll be able to get to see them because of set breaks. So it's where I want to pull my hair out again. Why can't they just hire enough performers? So there's never a break. Do a switch off, but make sure Mm -hmm. it's constantly there when it's such a short time. But I get it. I kind of wish they happen. Well, I, I feel like, um, you know, what's the show called that they do before the fire, like before the end of the night at Hollywood Studios? The I don't one that's the just official pro- name, but yeah. So it's like just projections and it's of the movies and stuff like that. I feel like I wish there had been something like that that just stayed up all night that was just like holiday stuff. Sort of like how, you know, Tower of Terror is lit even when it's not doing the show. Like, I wish it had had kind of that charming lighting over there because one of the things I did notice in the Latin area, too, is that like the decorations were really lacking back there so it was um, very dark but i will agree that the food um for the latin stuff from abc commissary is very good and it was definitely priced more um in line with like food and wine type of pricing where it was like 
you know, a little less, but you got smaller portions. Um, but the, I would highly recommend the chicharron. I feel like, um, that was my favorite thing that I had all night. Um, and then, uh, I, I like nobody was at baseline tap house either. And I walked in and stuff, but the chicharron was really good. It had this really good like sauce with it. It was nice and crispy and crunchy. And I love the yuca fries with it. Cause I, I'm a sucker for yuca fries. Um, so I, I, I'd recommend that there was also a Oaxaca old fashioned back there. That was pretty decent. I feel like it was good. It was, it was like, it was very heavy on the mezcal. So if you don't like smoky drinks, this definitely is not for you, but, um, I did enjoy our time back there just because it was like we were there with like Denny and her husband and my friend Brian and TJ. And we were all kind of just talking about the night just huddled because it was like, uh, you know, whatever it was, like 15 minutes before the party ended. And it was just downpouring. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, here we are. Christmas time. Christmas time. <laughs> um, there was nowhere but, else for us you know, to go. Uh, it just it feels I, I I agree. I I feel like there was just some a couple of like little things like like you already said it, Craig. Like with the, them, the character meet and greets, like them having like trees they decorated or like backdrops or, or or stuff set up. You know, um, the the Hollywood Studios already. It's just that old Hollywood design lends itself to such a cool, fun event, and I feel like they were like, "Come to this cool, swanky Christmas party," and you got there and you were just like, mm. "It's just like turn on mobile ordering." I, I don't know why yeah. you don't have mobile ordering at after hours events because those lines were so crazy, crazy long. Like that would be one thing I do. Then people don't have to be waiting around in those lines like that. I mean, you already said it. I think the overlay on rock and roller coaster would be great. Just pump in a couple of Christmas songs and you don't even have to do much else. You know, get, 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 uh, Randy Newman's got to have one about love in LA at Christmas. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, it, it's, it's, it's tough because, I feel like sometimes the perception is that people like us or, um, you know, people who make YouTube videos or vlog or whatever, that that we're going to go in and, you know, kind of nitpick it and look for the big problems and whatever. But I, I mean, you saw how I was dressed. You know, I was like committed to enjoying this party. Like I was very much looking forward to it. And the the if somebody could have been around us when we were like going in to go to Brown Derby, like just so excited. And and Craig said in the lobby, I remember when he's like, Oh, he's playing my favorite Christmas song. This is a good start to the night. And then it was just, mm-hmm. it was a trick. You know, it felt like, it felt like a bait and switch and it definitely felt more like a money grab than anything I've ever experienced at Disney. I would say. Yeah. Can I share one of my fixes that I think would be good real quick? I we can vote on it as a group. Okay. I say we let her. Nay. <laughs> okay. The, it, it, it is a two to one. Erica, go ahead. <laughs> so I I started thinking about this towards the end of the night and then I thought about it the rest of the weekend. Um the line to get the Gertie cookie was long the entire night from everyone that I've heard talk about it. And it made me think like there was no like free little thing like included with your ticket, you know, like we go That's to Mary Mary. What do you mean? Well, we get the coasters and a coasters, baby. Well, yeah, but well, listen, very Mary, you get an ornament, right? Yeah. But then you have, you can go get hot cocoa and cookies. And I'm thinking something they they could have done to maybe have eliminated this one line was, you know, had the Gertie cookies prepackage them and have that be like one of the freebies that they handed out. They could go up and grab that with a hot cocoa and go on about your night and 
maybe make the ticket feel a little more worth it. Cause I feel that I think that very Mary is more worth it in the sense that I can grab a bunch of snacks if I want to, instead of having to go yep. buy like a full meal, if I didn't want to eat a full meal and I could go up and get as much apple cider as I want. And I was hoping that there would be at least one thing like that at Jollywood. And there wasn't. And I think if they just simply changed it to that one cookie being something they passed out for free, it could change the mindset. Like I, I talked to Denny about this because we both like sweets and we were like, I think if, if they just did that, I think it would make people feel just slightly better. It would be just a nicer thing they could do to put with that ticket price. You come in, you leave with a coaster, you walk in, you get a cookie. You know what I mean? I don't know. I was just thinking about that this week. I get and you how cookie, I think you get that would be cookie. better. Yeah. yeah, you get cookie, I give you cookie. Um, you know, I, 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 I mean, I definitely agree with that. I saw, um, I saw Denny, I think said that in her video, or my friend Brian and TJ was saying that. And I totally agree. This event reminded me of, there is a fair that comes through Carver, Massachusetts once a year, a Renaissance fair called King Richard's fair. And if you don't go on Carver free day where the residents of Carver can go for free, you basically have to pay to go in and then you have to pay for every single thing you do in there. And that is what this felt like. It felt like there wasn't enough for the people who had already just paid the price to get in. And like you said, at, at Mickey, at, you know, for the same price, you go to the Christmas party at Magic Kingdom and you can get cookies and drinks and, and things like that. And, you know, it, it just felt like this one just definitely didn't feel like it had that value of the Christmas party. Yeah. And I, I'm trying to find it here in the background. I don't remember who makes the cookies for a very merry Christmas party, but I, they're, they come from a bakery from up north and that's why they're all prepackaged. And I looked them up last year because when we went to the party, I mean, Rhino and I think at the first party we went to last year, I want to say we walked away with like 20 cookies each. Oh, yeah. Right? We Remember I shoved them in my bag? <laughs> yeah. I looked at it and I was like, when I looked them up online, I was like, oh, my gosh, these cookies like aren't to have them shipped down here. It's not necessarily cheap. Uh, so we kind of got a great deal out of that. And I thought about ordering more. Um, and this year, when we go to the party this week, I am Cheryl's cookies, Cheryl's cookies. Uh, yeah. When well, I go I to the party Cheryl's this cookies. week, I am ordering I'm not ordering. I'm picking up as many cookies as I can <laughs> to extend that ticket. The same way for after hours, you get all your sodas and as much popcorn as possible. And for not so scary, you get all your candy. And right away with, with Jollywood Nights, just a little bit of something something free in that way, like cookies, would have extended the value of this ticket so much further. It didn't have to be a Gertie to well, everyone. Just anything. You you have to have a ton of cookies for the for very merry. Just throw some over here and hand yeah, them out. Seriously. Give me the chocolate mm-hmm. peppermint one over here. Um <laughs> but I, I just I also um I I feel like not to be rude. I mean we did get coasters on the way out, but these are definitely like are these like three D printed coasters? <laughs> like they're did you guys look at them yet? Coasters. Yeah, I did. I, I, mine have a bunch of scratches on them, so they're not even like. I'm not going to put them out to use them or anything because mine were damaged. Yeah. So the printing two. on I've Rhino's got two, two coasters. 
Yeah, the, the printing on top of them isn't necessarily well done. I don't know if yours are the same as mine, but uh, the the little cushions they put on the back of them, they're not even. So when you put a drink on, it starts tilting, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> um, so It's very representative yeah. of our night. <laughs> yeah, it's a um, little bit well, of a mess in that way, but I, I appreciate the coasters. Uh, by the time I'm it's all over and done with, I'm going to have yeah. 10 coasters from Jollywood r- Nights, and you bet I'm using them. <laughs> Well, and uh, you know what? It'll remind me of all the drinks I was able to get there. So, um, I, I do, I, you know, switching from free stuff to stuff you could buy. It's wild to me that there was literally only one T-shirt, like just a T-shirt. Oh yeah, and the T-shirt was just the map, like was just the logo that's on the, the map, which is like this. Sorry, mine's all bent up for my butt. Um, but <laughs> was just this on like a black T-shirt, and I was like, wow, cool. Someone did print on demand. Like, I. I felt like, like you said, like an order, a glass. Hello. If you're giving us coasters on the way out, you should have made like a nice little, like, um, like a martini glass or something or an ornament that was a martini glass, you know, something, something like that. I, and I, there was a guy that was, that we met out front, you know, everybody knows somebody who works for Disney and I never know if it's just frontline cast members talking, you know, how we always used to talk about being like, we're in the know, but we don't know anything. Um, <laughs> but he basically was saying like, you know, that they came up with this party in like February. And so they, it wasn't even enough time to order merchandise for the party. And that's kind of where they were like in the weeds a little bit about it. And I, I don't think the party is a bad idea. I feel like I should say that. Like, it's I feel a good like, idea, um, but it was, it was super rushed and you can feel that it was an event that was put together very last minute. If they yeah. would have come up with this idea a year ago and like, maybe mapped out things a little bit better. I think it could have gone smoother because this is a brilliant idea. The way that like, I like, I don't normally dress up to go to things, but for a party like this, I was ready to get dressed up and be cute and all this stuff because I don't know, like Rhino and I said last week, like we were, we were excited for the vibe because this specific feeling was very like advertised this fun, swanky, like the vibe was not there. Yeah. The vibe was definitely not there and i feel like maybe that could be because things were rushed it so i disagree i don't think it was rushed at all in terms of the thought process on it and the planning because that's why we all got sold on how great this party was going to be on paper because they thought of all these incredible things that they were going to bring to the park that that was all right there it just it lied in the execution and i i mean it has to be budget issues i i know that's what's going on and that's what people in chat are saying that's what everyone would say with it it's got to be budget issues and yeah it has to be or they just said you know what ultimately do we really need this you know if we can come in under budget without like saying oh we're over budget we have to slash things i'm sure that's an incentive as well and that's what's playing into it but the party that they said they were going to throw that sounded incredible. It just didn't translate that well. And yeah. Rhino, it's funny you said the martini glass because I was gonna, I don't have that with me, but at the media event for it where they announced it, they gave us this print, which could have easily huh. been uh, yeah. been handed out to everyone. You know, it's not massive, so it wouldn't cost like the normal forty whatever dollars for a uh, 14 by 18 Disney print, but then they also gave us a martini glass as well that had Jolly. Are you freaking kidding me? It. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, stuff, stuff was made in that way, but, uh, I, I just want to 
kind of we we've talked a lot about Jollywood Nights. I mean, that's the big new thing. That's the point. But I do also want to continue comparing it to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party in a way because that's something everyone knows and loves. And Greg, and can I say something yes, first? absolutely. Please. Okay, Steve. so so I'm going in a couple of weeks to Jollywood. Do you think? It will be the ex- the same experience, or do you think they're going to learn and it'll change and and maybe be a little bit better? This is where the optimist in me is saying that they are going to listen to feedback. I know people after the fact have asked for refunds and they've been giving them out. I don't know if people oh. are able to call and get refunds right now. For me personally, if you enjoyed the entire party. And when I say enjoyed, I mean, if you stayed the entire time and then you left and said, I feel ripped off, I want a refund. To me, that's that's wrong. Uh, Like I last year at the Oogie Boogie Bash at Disney California Adventure in the first like 30 minutes of the party, I was not feeling it at all. I went straight to guest relations and asked for a refund and like I ended up getting it and that that to me, like that's that's what you have to do. If even if it's like in the first two hours of the event, uh, with with any of the hard ticket parties at Magic Kingdom, when it rains, even if it's like you know two three hours into the event, if everything's getting canceled left and right, you absolutely can and should go and ask for to move to another night at the very least for that, if not a refund completely if you don't won't be along around a long time but if you if you go for the entire party you shouldn't be getting refunds on it just because it was a bad experience it if you made it to hour three and it still thought like maybe the fourth hour is going to be where it really knocks me off my feet then that's (laughs) that's kind of weird thinking in that way but i i think they are going to want to prevent those calls of i need to cancel i need to cancel i heard it was awful i want to cancel so yeah, we still have to wait a little bit for party number two. I think they're going to try to make as many changes as they can. I don't know if that's finding a better way to get food and beverage out there so there's not a 100 people waiting in lines for food or 50 people waiting in lines for food. I don't know if that means getting extra staff to get people sat in the theaters faster. The What's This Theater was was very efficient at seating. Holidays in Hollywood absolutely was not. Uh, I, I don't know what their approach is going to be, but they have to fix it. If it's If it gets to party number five and people are still trashing it, that's it. They they can't do it. And this isn't the first go around. They've tried to do these parties in in Hollywood studios. They had the villains party years ago that was an absolute disaster. Uh, and that kind of played off of when they did, I think it was Friday the 13th, a free kind of villains experience at night at Hollywood studios during limited time magic. Uh, they, they had that villains event and, and it just shut down traffic everywhere. That's the one where, Sean and I were walking across the street from Art of Animation because that's the closest we could park and wanted to get in. So it's like every time Hollywood Studios, besides Disney After Hours, tries to plan something that's like fun and unique, it doesn't go so well. So I want it to go well. I want this to be a hit because I would love to do this every year. But the very first night showed that there were corners cut and I think they can be fixed, obviously, as we've been describing it all the way through. I just don't know if Disney wants to put in what it'll take to fix this party. I know that was I very long-winded. I apologize for the rambling. I hope that helped you. I, I, have, That's okay. I have confidence and hope they will do something. I don't know if it'll be the party we wanted it to be, ever. 
We'll see. I hope they'd fix it. I hope they at least make some changes or you give me some hope. So let's hope it happens. Yeah. Uh, so two days before we went to Jollywood nights, we went to Mickey's very merry Christmas party. And while that was just like any other Mickey's very merry Christmas party, at least for me now in hindsight, gosh, it's like that they have parties figured out at magic kingdom and it was such a magical time i mean beyond all the cookies that we got we ate a lot of cookies uh the only thing that was kind of a disappointment at that party is i think we made not bad food choices but the specialty food you could get there yeah wasn't the best it wasn't bad it just wasn't like oh thank god there wasn't a line and we had mobile order or if i would have waited in a 30 minute line for the tamales or the burger i, I would have probably been disappointed yeah and you know what they used now. it and you know, i was gonna say you know what they used at magic kingdom mobile order so yeah. they made it easier to buy crap food <laughs> um <laughs> but i well yeah and that was the thing i don't know if it was um i think maybe it was just like the maybe the food we had gotten for the Halloween party. I feel like that last night that we went, um, I feel like we had like some really good items. And then, so this one was just kind of like, they weren't bad. It was just like, Oh, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm a little harsh on it. I feel bad. Erica wasn't able to eat anything. I know that's a big knock yeah. on her for, they didn't have that, anything. For but, her. Yeah, they yeah. didn't. But like for us, the, the burger, like, we ate it besides the weird texture of the McRib turkey patty that they <laughs> the had. McRib, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just, it was a little overdone with cranberry sauce and that feels sacrilege for Rhino to say, but that's how mm-hmm. it was. And like, it's, it was all just little things and the pot roast burger was good or pot roast uh, grilled cheese was good. Yeah. It just, it said it had gravy and it didn't have enough on there and the tamale was fine, but I, I feel like, I feel like you can go get tamales at any restaurant and it'll definitely be better. Maybe yeah. Magic Kingdom wasn't the place for it, but it all it all felt unique. And I feel like I, I can give them at least a passing grade for putting in the old the old college try or whatever the saying is. I'm done. I I don't know why. I'm just rambling now. Just rambling. Yeah. I okay, so I also feel like I want to say something because I feel like I've been thinking about this a lot because um, I you know I was again talking to other people that we do this with like Brooke and you know and and Molly and and uh, my friends Brian and TJ and stuff and I said like the the hard part on the first night is people I feel like and at these parties is people always have this perception of like it being flooded with like youtubers and vloggers and and things like that and like they're part of the problem and i'm not saying that there aren't people that do that but we are all paying guests or you know some people were invited you know but like i've pretty much always been a paying guest and i my experience in delivering content is never obstructing somebody else's experience because i would hate to do that and also i would not want disney to throw me out and um so i know i know that a lot of people ask like well for here's the thing it doesn't matter if you're youtube bloggers whatever annual pass holders you know Anybody who's a Disney fan, a lot of times when it's a brand new thing, they want to be there on the first night. I mean, you see it every year with food and wine. And how many years have they been doing food and wine? The first day is always crazy because everybody wants to be there for the new food, new stuff. It's not just people who are taking pictures for the internet or whatever. It's just a shiny new thing at Disney and everyone wants to be a part of it. And that is also what capacity limits are for. Because guess what? Not only is the first night sold out, 
other nights will be sold out. So there will be just as many people there that other night. And was the first night of the Christmas party sold out? It was, right? Yeah. Yeah. It Ultimately, feel... these parties almost always sell out. Yeah. And and that's what I was, I was going to say. Like, it did not feel... It, it didn't feel as bad in terms of navigating the crowds necessarily as like Hollywood Studios. And again, the problem with Hollywood Studios, which that party was also sold out, wasn't necessarily that it was like, I mean, it was crowded where all the happenings were. Is It was a front-loaded part of the park. So it would it wasn't pulling people any anybody into Indiana Jones Theater. Nothing was going on over there. You know what I mean? So like your park can have that certain capacity, but if no one is experiencing the the people eaters, then all the people are in one place and there's no winning. So we, just, we missed kind of, it. It should have been Indiana Jones in the search for Christmas. Oh, so. he could have had a little little green and white fedora on. Just, he he could have that, that missed opportunity again to have a stunt show about Indiana Jones trying to find the true spirit of Christmas. Actually, you know, it's always yeah. it's always got to have a mystical side to it. Um, yeah, so not very merry in particular. You know, I feel like now it's gone on so long. There are still people who don't get to go often, so they have they have that mentality of I want to see and do as much as possible, and you know. With the entertainment there, you you have five hours and you have plenty of time to see the entertainment. The fireworks are the only things that run once a night. And if you were skipping one thing at Very Merry Christmas Party, I would absolutely say skip the fireworks. This show mm-hmm. is just not that great. Yeah. It's like uh, low energy. The, but the parade, like you have two chances to see it with the parade on the second uh, viewing of the parade. Like we had a spot in uh, right in the hub area that we got pretty like last second i would say like maybe 20 minutes before the parade start but you can go all the way to the end of the parade route and there's no one there i i I walked down and saw there was no one there so you have plenty of opportunities to see the parade at the second show in and plenty of places and then the stage show happens a couple times each night and you know you can Look at those reindeer. You can reindeer. see that from so many places <laughs> and around that hub area. There's not really a terrible view um, unless you want to be front and center. Then, yeah, the other views are going to be terrible for you. But I feel like, you know, that entertainment is all very accessible to hit. With Jollywood Nights, it felt like it would be accessible because, you know, there's only mainly two shows, but it's everything else that you want to see, too. Uh, it just it felt it felt like it should be accessible. Very Mary definitely is in that way, but there are people that know now with Very Mary that, oh, we want to go only to do the rides. And they already know that. They're good with it. Um, they only want to go to see the characters. That's another thing that people will do with with Very Mary. And uh, even with this party, though, that we went to, I feel like that wasn't an issue because like the dwarves were the highlight for many people at Halloween and at the Christmas party, we waited inevitably uh, or not inevitably, ultimately about 20 minutes. But it was right before that, uh, about 30 minutes before we got in line for it. Molly was there and waited five minutes for them. And so like even the characters weren't out of control at the party. I feel like. Very Merry has been going on so long that so many people have figured out how they want to handle it. With Jollywood, it is in its first year. People want to see as much as possible and then decide what their strategy is. But ultimately, for the first night for invited media people, as I was there for that and got to see the room where they housed all of us, there was maybe 70 people. That were there. Do you mean the room where that, it happens? That were paid for. I was in the room where it happens. There was about 70 yes. people there. Um, 
yes, there are vloggers and influencers who paid to go on their own, just like anyone else could pay. And that's probably a lot of people. But ultimately, with this party, since it was new, everyone wanted to see everything. So you can't even necessarily blame them. If I didn't have a camera in my hand, I still would have wanted to see everything. It's just I also had a camera in my hand. So I don't I don't necessarily everyone has a cell phone in their hand, too. I I hate that. I I honestly hate that so much. I hate that. You know, and the people who make those comments are the ones who take their cell phone up anyways and then hold it out like this. They're the ones who are usually the problem. I don't know how many times that has happened to me in the last couple months where I want to be like, can you hold it in front of your face? I was like, I get you don't want to watch it through your phone, but I don't want to watch it through your phone. So I just, it's just one of those things where I was like, everybody on planet earth has a cell phone. They take it out when they go to record a show. It's like, it's not just people that are on YouTube and all that stuff. So like, stop, stop. I hate that perception. I don't know. And if they are a jerk like that, then they deserve to be called out for it. For sure. I'm not, I'm not saying that there aren't jerks out there, you know, and I certainly don't want to be a part of their, their business. (laughs) I was about to say, Rhino, I think you are a part of the jerk club. If I had to find out. If I had to ask, well, I was I, I was going to make a joke, but it's I'll save it for later. <laughs> was it the Seinfeld joke? No, it was the officer joke. Oh nope, nope. We're not going to make that on here <laughs> okay. for Patreon. Uh, yeah, and I really I am so excited since I'll be at the third party. I'm excited to see how it adapts and changes. I'm very excited to see for the second party because I was texting with Molly basically all Saturday morning because she didn't go to the first party. I'm not going to say when she's going uh, because that's her privacy. But she was asking opinions of like what's the strategy and. Like as the conversation was going on like two hours, I'm like, I don't even know if there is a strategy. It really comes down to what do you like and what do you want to see? Prioritize that first. Leave everything behind. But the one thing we can say, do not prioritize Hollywood Brown Derby. (laughs) Just stay away from that unless they do something completely different. I'm serious. Don't even go in there. Don't get involved in it. Mm -hmm. Don't 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 do it. If we hear about it, we're sending you to a bedroom early. Okay. Unless they add a Christmas tree or like extra stuff, don't go in there. It's not worth your time. It looks like an office holiday party. So one of my friends said that. And I was like, it does kind of look like you're at an office holiday party. So I would say just go to something else. Well, I worked at Universal before this. And uh, so this is the only office that I've worked for. And uh I think Brown Derby had more decorations in its office than mine, so I'll take Not that mine. off this Christmas party. Yeah, I know. I know a little blinky back there. I see it. We should see the outer office. It's it's all bedazzled. Well, thank you yeah, for I decorating last week when I visited you. Uh, it was very nice of you, but uh, I'm joking. I'll come and see you eventually. Yeah, in February when there's the, the decorations are gone. <laughs> no, I'll be, I will be back there to pick up the equipment. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I'll be back there to evict you. <laughs> not evict. She gets to stay. The equipment eventually. Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. Larry, Larry, Larry. You want Clarence? <laughs> Don't you know? You, what do you, want? you want the moon? You want me to throw a rope up around the moon? Yo, oh, fool. Yo, bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't know why uh, this is so funny any me. it's i mean we're in the holiday season it's a wonderful life right our lives yeah. plus the movie uh do we have anything else to throw in last second before we wrap things up here christmas About what 
Christmas. about a- anything in general with Jollywood nights with very merry. I know we didn't touch on very merry a lot, but felt like we had to get honestly, some stuff off our chest. <laughs> I honestly hope that this show and the video that we did before can help people enjoy this party because I know, you know, a lot of people it, it's, you know, you're saving money, you're traveling to get here, you're trying to make the most of this vacation and it is we'll say it over and over again. It is it's not expensive, but those of us, you know, you've got it in your blood. And so you're like, I'm going to do whatever I can do to get here, you know. And I think, you know, I, I just really hope that people c- who come can really enjoy themselves, you know, at the very least and have a good time and, you know, put, surround yourself by good company and it'll make some of those those uh, shortcomings a little bit better. And don't be afraid too, like like Craig said, like if you're if you're not feeling it, you know, you get in there, you know, go go and talk to some, you know, to somebody and have, ask them to help correct the situation. But um, I, I do hope that, that this stuff really helps somebody navigate that party better. Well, yeah. you know, we were in Hollywood Studios yesterday, and the decorations there are always my favorite every year. It just puts me in the mood for the holidays. And Stella and I were walking around and we kept looking at each other and it's like, I can't wait till we get back to the party. The party's going to be so spectacular. And we were just so excited about it. And then I watched your video. And I'm sorry. And I hope, like, wow, Rhino looks great. Rhino looked great. I, I, Stella did say, wow, Rhino's sparkly. I said, yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. He's Is he gay? she asked me that later um but i just hope i hope they fix some of the things because we really were looking forward to it and i want to continue looking forward to it for the next two weeks because i don't want to i don't want to think about it being not more than what i want it to be and i just give me something you know and i was so looking forward to going in the brown derby and seeing it decked out in hollywood no Splendor. I I do think Rhino is right, though. Use the resources out there. Use what we've talked about here that was relatively spoiler-free. If you want spoilers, go watch the video and get more equipped to it. See what other people did that went to the party as well that uploaded content from it. Try to use everything. And I know it shouldn't be a homework and research assignment to go and have fun at a party. Uh, but seriously, use it all and Try to develop a strategy that will make you feel like you're getting your money's worth out of it. I mean, it's I there is no better time of the year to be in Hollywood studios than Christmas time, because as Teresa said, it is so beautifully Mm -hmm. decorated. And I do think the offerings at the party, as long as you time everything right, it can be a winner. If you see the soiree band, if you you see the the Latin entertainment, if you get to get go to the shows Definitely show up 30 minutes for holidays in Hollywood uh, and maybe like 15 minutes for what's this. I feel like that's a lot easier to get into. Uh, and with the holidays in Hollywood, you just don't want to be late getting in and missing any of it. So right. I'd say just plan ahead of time. Think about maybe a ride or two that you want to throw in if if there's food that you want, but the line's too long. Be OK with going to a different place. Yeah. Be flexible. I think you can still make a great night out of it. And if Disney does make some enhancements, updates, changes, this could be a good party. I don't know if they'll make it a great party and worthy of coming back next year, but I still think there are things that can be done to get this to a better spot. Yeah. When we saw Max, 
Max was had a scarf on, and that was like, oh my gosh, and I was all excited about that. But you're telling me he's not; they're not even dressed up, right? He didn't have a scarf on at the party we were at. I don't think. Well, he had a scarf on. I took a picture of me stand stand by the lake with his little scarf on, all bundled up and cool. Oh, Max, I could swear Max I watched not Powerline Max, though. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, it is a Powerline. Gotcha. Max. It gotcha, was just gotcha. Max, not my exactly. son Max, but. You know, <laughs> it was yeah, just my side. Hey, that's why I said Max. Max Goof. It was Max Goof yes. during the day wears a scarf in Hollywood Studios. Okay. Powerline Max does not. Okay. Um, my, my my biggest tip I think is is to go on your cell phone, read the foodie guide ahead of time in your notes app. Write down the name of the location and every one of the items that you would want to eat there, and then that way you can know exactly where you are where you're going what you're hoping to get like craig already said and then be prepared you know it's a long line move on go to something else and then that way you're not running around looking what everybody has so nothing's free how much money do you think you spent on food and drinks well so we spent i rhino ordered a cocktail and then we got three plates and i don't know if we paid for brooks stuff too at hollywood brown derby lounge um so we potentially had five food items maybe four uh and a a drink and that bill came out to be a hundred dollars um and i don't think anyone was blown away by their food except i will say i didn't uh, rhino didn't agree with me i did not mind what i had uh i got the uh the duck drumettes at brown derby lounge and while we were so rushed and i had to literally throw the entire bone down my throat so we could make it to the (laughs) the show um i i thought that these were actually good they might be too sweet for some people but they were they were nice little meat on the bone as rhino would like to say um but then back in the at the abc commissary i felt like the food was priced very fairly for what rhino had i had a birria taco that i didn't take a picture of because i was so starved that i just ate it before i could and i feel like maybe that was like five six seven dollars i don't even know i just my my empanadas bought it for whatever it cost (laughs) yeah my empanadas were like 675 or something and i think it was similar for the chicharron yeah Yeah. back there i was like oh all this stuff is very very yeah. like good price you know i, I think like. a lot well, of it was priced based on like if you were at a food festival what would the prices mm-hmm. be at food and wine okay. on that so uh you know smaller plates smaller portions like one beer taco okay. is not enough for any human i i don't know who you I are know. not enough but uh but yeah think about it in that portion size okay. and price sounds good You're thank welcome. you no. You're welcome. Okay. Any last thing? I know we're going really long on this. I want to give it its fair time, but I know this is going to be a recurring topic because I'm going to want to talk about it on next week's show, and uh, that'll probably be the last time. I won't. I'll, I'll bring it up on the twentieth, but I don't know when our last show is for the year. But uh, you'll never any, speak any, of it again. The, the show, <laughs> the last Dis Unlimited podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was I a mean, good run. Seven episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, everyone. Well, no, by that point it'll be at like episode 12 and then we'll get canceled it's uh-huh. fine you know what there's always tap okay. house talks so yeah, god don't cider house I'll rules. always have my office no, cider house rules yeah yeah maybe less maybe incest Teresa, maybe. oh shut up oh. okie dokie <laughs> that's going to cider do it for rules, our show yes, then i believe uh does anyone have any last second things that they would like to plug patreon 
Yeah, well, well, I mean, I was yeah, assuming we you have, were going to mention it. But yeah. I'll, yeah, I mean, it's Patreon. We have our Diz Unlimited Patreon that you can find the link for in the description. And, of course, there we do our Patreon post shows for people in the $5 and up category. Uh, exclusive shows are released there, behind-the-scenes videos, and lots more. So you can check that out at patreon.com slash Diz Unlimited. Anyone else? No. Teresa, you don't want to plug the fact that you're a travel agent and people could book a vacation with you. you don't I like, am a travel agent and I need like to get back to people. work. <laughs> Shut up. I do love helping people. Um, in fact, I was while I was in Epcot, I was I talked to a client in China. And by the time I got to Mexico, I had it booked and paid for. Wait, so, was the client living in China or you were in China? I was in China. Okay. I was in China taking a little chill, just watching the people. And he texted me. I called him. By the time we had, we were eating. It was food and wine. You know, we were eating our way around. By the time we got to Mexico, um, it was locked in. Good. And so, yeah, I never stopped working. T. Eccles at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Disney Cruises, Walt Disney World, Disneyland. I'm here for you. That's fantastic. I mean, you didn't explain if it was China and then you went, you know, clockwise around. So Mexico was actually very far. But if you went counterclockwise, then I guess that is pretty, pretty quick. I never, Mexico was the last, right? I always start in Canada, don't Canada. you? Canada. Well, I, I like to end listen, in that's a full other discussion that we'll have <laughs> a week where there's no good news. Um, Erica won't be around then. So, Erica, you can weigh in right now Canada or Mexico? Uh, it depends how I'm feeling and who I'm with. But I like to start in Canada with my friends. I start in Mexico. There you have it. So oh. that's uh, it. It has been said by Erica, so it is done. And uh, <laughs> with that, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Diz Unlimited podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you have any more follow up questions about Jollywood Nights, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, you can absolutely uh, throw them on those vlogs that we did for them. But Obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, there's a comment section for this. Drop any questions you have, any comments, uh, and I'll try to help you out as much as possible. And while you're here watching it on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. If you're not already subscribed, and hit the thumbs up on this, please. Uh, if you are listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know what? You can always email us questions to I'm Craig at DisneyInfo.com. I'm not. Teresa gave you hers, too. But I'm not going to give rhinos because it's just way too difficult. We don't even know what it is. It's either rhino at Disney Info or rhino.clavit at Disney Info. It's rhino.clavit for some stupid reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, when it's, you know what? They'll, they'll find you. They'll find you. They, there's ways to ask you. Don't. Uh, don't so don't. We'll find you. No, we'll I, don't, find you. I don't want email. <laughs> we'll find you. I'll we'll, find you. We'll find you. <laughs> We'll find you. So, uh, yeah, you can always reach out to us that way. But subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us ratings and reviews when possible. And if you want to support us more, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel or support us on Patreon. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for everyone to take for taking the time to watch or listen to this. Thank you so much to the panel for your input, uh, questions, and you know, general overall grooviness during this week's episode. Uh, but unfortunately, that means we've reached the end, or should I say the beginning of your future. Goodbye.